Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Wednesday, August 17th. I am your host, Eric Steven. Um, Dodgers got some bad news this week. They announced on Monday that Walker Bueller, the team's ace and opening day starter, is out for the season. He's going to have surgery uh, next Tuesday, August 23rd. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns, though. Well, we don't know exactly what the surgery is for other than that it's on his elbow. Nor do we know how long Bueller's going to be out um, uh, beyond just the rest of the season. So, uh, Dave Roberts, uh, before Monday's game, met with reporters in Milwaukee. The Dodgers are playing the Brewers uh, right now. Um, this was on Sportsnet LA. He said, uh, quote, whatever Dr. Uh, Elitrash saw, he felt the best course of action was to go back in to get surgery to really figure out what the problem is, fix it, and uh, until the surgery happens, we have no idea his time of return. Now, the cynical side is saying the Dodgers are obviously holding something back here. Um, at its face, you know, it's also um, very odd that, you know, they don't really know what they're doing. I think they, I have an idea that they do know, they're just not saying yet, <laughs> but we'll find out next week, I'm sure. Um, but either way, it's concerning. Um, but let's get into the timeline to see sort of how we got here. Um, Walker Bueller left his start uh, June 10th in San Francisco after just four innings. Uh, the next day, he was placed on the injured list with the right flexor tendon strain. Um, more, most importantly, not his UCL. He did have Tommy John surgery coming out of college in 2015. Um, so that was a concern. Um, June 13th, just a few days later. Bueller did have elbow surgery. It was arthroscopic. It was to clear out bone spurs. It was a procedure that he said he was planning to get in the offseason. He said it's something that's been bothering him for a while. Uh, but, you know, Dodgers had extended postseason runs, didn't necessarily have time uh, to get it done, and it wasn't bothering him as much. So he sort of got it then because the timeline for that was basically the same timeline as his return from the flexor uh, tendon strain. So he was essentially sidelined for 10 to 12 weeks, which basically meant he's a maybe September return. That was sort of the hope. Um, so that's why he got the surgery done then. But now, obviously, that's out the window. Now, Bueller started throwing in July, six weeks after that elbow surgery. Um, Roberts said uh, on Monday that recently, after uh, when, when he was throwing, Bueller felt discomfort. Uh, and then it just didn't go away. So he got an MRI, which led to this upcoming surgery. Now... Again, 
kind of scary that that they're not saying what it is or or they don't know either way it's not good um but for the short term bueller's out uh for 2022 so no comeback for the playoffs that's a huge bummer right it's also not really much different than where we were at before we got this news like he was sort of a wild card anyway um seemed like a long shot they were being obviously vague um in saying when he might be back but part of that is is just the philosophy like if you say like in july that oh man first week of september that's when we hope bueller's coming back then you have to answer questions when it might take into the second week of september or third week and it becomes a bigger thing than it really is so they were being purposely vague just as a as a as a rule um but it was also no guarantee that he was going to be back in september right and you also have to factor in would he have enough time to build up uh, inning his arm for the playoffs um, and that was very much in question so obviously it's terrible that Bueller's not going to be able to pitch uh, for the Dodgers in the playoffs because at least having a chance to get your ace back is something um, even if it was a long shot so that it's it's a huge bummer it is in the short term counterbalanced somewhat by the fact that Dustin May is back for the Dodgers he's starting on Saturday when they're back home against the Marlins uh, he looked great during his rehab uh, with Oklahoma City uh, he's 15 and a half months removed from Tommy John surgery, so that's a big milestone for him. So, like, setting up to end October, the Dodgers are basically set up like, it looks like Julio Urias is the number one right now. He's been just very consistent, like, the last two and a half months, basically. Um, you have Gonsolin and Anderson, who've been um, just sort of steady all year, to you know, and, and great at times. Um, I believe entering Tuesday... They were second, fourth, and sixth uh, in the National League in ERA, um, with um, uh, Gonsolin second, Urias fourth, Anderson sixth, which is amazing. Uh, but then you have Dustin May and Andrew Heaney in the great when healthy pile, and figuring out what you can get, and then possibly Clayton Kershaw, who's sort of in the same, a uh, little less serious injury boat than Walker Bueller was um, in that. He's going to be back at some point in September. He says he's confident that he'll have enough time to build up for the playoffs. Um, there's reason to be skeptical of that, but at least, again, at least there's a chance. So you have him, you make room, you figure it out. But they have seven weeks to sort of figure all that out for the regular season to get to the playoffs. But uh, we do have some dates for the postseason because uh, earlier this week, on Monday, uh, Major League Baseball uh, unveiled the 2022 postseason schedule. The National League Division Series, uh, actually both Division Series, start on Tuesday, October 11th. That's important uh, because for the Dodgers because that's when they'll first play. Um, they're, it's not guaranteed, obviously, but they're the number one seed with a, a pretty good margin over the Mets at the moment. They have a very wide margin over the number three uh, seed right now, the, the Cardinals who lead the NL Central. So they're almost certain to get a bye through the wildcard round, so they're not going to play until the NLDS. So that means they get five days off after the last day of the regular season to sort of reset. So that helps when you're trying to order your rotation. The weird thing about this year's playoffs, because of the truncated um, spring training, the week that was lopped off the beginning of the season, they added three days to the end of the regular season. And then you have the new three-game three, uh, three game wildcard series. Um you have these, they sort of had to jam in, like the they had to squeeze in the other rounds of the playoffs to get to a World Series that was palatable for Fox, um, date-wise. 
So because of all this, so in the Division series, there's no travel day between games four and five. And in the uh, Championship series, there's no travel game uh, travel day between games five and six. So for the Division series, that means you're almost certain to use a four-man rotation. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, to use like an ace on three days rest. Not that the Dodgers are necessarily set up for that. Uh, this time, but like they've done it in the past, it, it you could do it before with two off days because your game two starter can go on game five on regular rest if needed. Uh, that's no longer the case. And then if you look at the LCS schedule, if it goes to seven, um, there's a possibility you have to use uh, five starters because of the way the way it's set up. So it's unless you want to start someone on three days rest in one of those days. So it's going to be wonky a little bit, not quite like 2020 when there were no off days. Um, and that, that seven-game LCS with the Braves um, was wild just because it was every single day. Uh, but then that's also where maybe the Dodgers' depth, um, you know, helps them out a little bit because not many teams are able to sort of withstand that and have the, the you know, if you get down to like the um, 11th and 12th best pitchers, you have to use a little more often. Theirs is probably better than most teams. So that's, that's better. Now, long-term uh, for Walker Bueller, it's where it gets tricky, just because uh, we just don't know how long he's going to be out um, until, I guess, until the surgery happens. So if, and this is a big if, if it's Tommy John surgery, and I, I kind of feel like if it was going to be Tommy John surgery, they might have said it by now. But, you know, you never know. If it is, he's obviously going to be out for 2023 too, which, is, which would be worst case scenario, I think. Um, but his injury in June was to his flexor tendon, not the ligament. So that's that's at least something to hang your hat on, I guess. I don't know. Um, but if he does have flexor tendon surgery, it's conceivable he could at least miss a portion of next year as well. Um, Danny Duffy uh, had flexor tendon surgery last uh, November. His sort of goal timeline was to be uh, ready by June this year. Now, obviously, that hasn't worked out yet. The Dodgers re-signed him to a one-year deal plus an option. He still has not pitched, and Roberts on Tuesday said um, Duffy had a setback, and it's unlikely he's going to pitch this year. I, I think uh, he said he, he didn't want to rule out that he they would pitch this year, but it doesn't seem likely. So Dodgers traded for Duffy last trade deadline, didn't pitch. Then they signed him again this year, didn't pitch. They have an option for him next year, but it's like $7 million, so there's like no way that's getting picked up. Um, but, yeah, that, that's brutal for Duffy that he it's basically a year and a half without pitching. But uh, back to Bueller. Um, just taking Duffy's expected timeline, right? Surgery in November, hopes to be ready by June. If you apply that to Bueller, who's having his surgery two and a half months earlier in the calendar, that means he's at least out uh, until part, like mid-April maybe. And then, you know, everybody's different. So it's not a one-to-one comparison. Duffy's obviously older with more wear and tear on his arm. But it's the uncertainty of all this that, uh, that you know, Bueller might miss a significant portion of 2023 that's the most concerning. So... That's really the, I think, the more concerning thing than the immediate stuff. But it is also a bummer that he's not going to pitch this year. But we have some more uh, Dodgers developments that we'll get to a little bit after this. Cody Bellinger uh, was not in the Dodgers lineup on Tuesday. They are facing a right-hander, uh, Brandon Woodruff, uh, for the Brewers. Um, and he's not going to be in the lineup Wednesday either. Uh, that's against the left-hander, Eric Lauer. So that was probably expected. Uh, Thursday's Corbin Burns, uh, reigning Cy Young winner. So uh, it might not be until the weekend that Bellinger starts again, and that's because uh, Dave Roberts told reporters in Milwaukee 
that this was more of a reset uh, to get uh, Bellinger back on track. He had a long conversation with him, I believe, after uh, Monday's game about this. Um, and this is what Roberts had to say about it on Tuesday uh, from Sportsnet LA. He's been, uh, I, I guess I, we all use this word, grinding a lot. And, and so, you know, he looked back at 10 days ago, he was coming out of something, felt really good. And uh, just recently I see him pressing a little bit. And so just to give him a chance to step back, reset, and then we'll get him back in there um, probably Thursday or Friday. Um, but we, we had a good conversation, and this is more kind of playing the short-term and the long-term view uh, to best serve him. Bellinger entered uh, Tuesday uh, hitting 206, 261, 399. That's an 84 WRC+, plus, uh, the worst walk rate of his career at 6.7%, down from 11% for his career. It's also his, his worst uh, strikeout rate, 27.8%. That was even worse than last year when he was the worst uh, hitter in the majors. Now, Bellinger's not hurt and coming off injury like he was last year, so he's just been fighting it this year. It's just been a real struggle. Uh, like Robert said, about a week and a half ago, Bellinger looked like he might be turning things around. He uh, drove in a run in six straight games. He's also, uh, though, since then won for his last 18, and the only hit was a home run off of a position player. Uh, Royals infielder Nicky Lopez on Saturday in a blowout in Kansas City, hence the current benching. So, you know, Bellinger's defense remains excellent in center field, right? And they're just trying to make his offense, you know, somewhat passable to play even as bad as he's been hitting. He's going to end up with like, you know, about 1.5 to maybe like 1.7 war or something on the season, which is kind of remarkable considering how bad he's been at the plate. So he's still like a net positive, I think, um, starting. And it's also... um, like the timing of this, right? Dodgers have a huge lead. They're they're basically locked into a buy, uh, and probably the number one seed. Like they can they can they have time to sort of try things like this. And not to mention that it, it, it the way he's hitting, like having someone else uh, hit, is probably better. But it's also a function of the options they have, right? We talked about this all year with like Bellinger and when Muncie was struggling, like they just kept running them out there uh, because like who are who else are you going to play, right? Like they didn't always have a ready made. Um, uh, player to step in. Um, now they more than they have all year. They do. They have kind of a full, um, like you know, it's it's kind of a full bench at this point. So you have Chris Taylor starting in center on on Tuesday. Uh, Trace Thompson, I would imagine he gets. Uh, he's probably going to be starting uh, at, in somewhere left field or center field on Wednesday against the lefty Eric Lauer, and then Joey Gallo uh, is in the outfield too, along with Mookie Betts, obviously. So they have options, and that it's their best, I think, position player set since the start of 2021. So that um, that sort of depth could uh, mean, like, it's relevant to, uh, I guess, Edwin Rios at this point because uh, he's been sidelined uh, with a severe hamstring tear since the beginning of June. He's on the 60-day injured list. Um, he might have to wait a little bit till he's back up now. Tuesday was the 20th day of Rios's uh, rehab assignment with AAA Oklahoma City. That's the maximum allowed uh, for non-pitchers under MLB rules. That means Wednesday, today, is decision day. Uh, he'll need to be activated off the 60-day injured list. So they have 40-man space because on Monday, uh, Tony Walters, the catcher, was designated for assignment when Austin Barnes returned from emergency um, family medical leave. Um, so that's, that's not an issue, but... There's not really anyone on the on the position player side 
that they'd likely send down at the moment. So Rios might be optioned, right? Like they'll just activate him and option him until September 1st. Now, when in September 1st, rosters expand from 26 to 28. Pitcher limit goes from 13 to 14. You can bet everything you have that the Dodgers will have 14 pitchers. Um, so I would imagine Rios gets the call then uh, on September 1st. So that means he'll probably get optioned for 15 days, but that's just kind of how it's at. But uh, I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, specifically what the Dodgers do because they have to make some decision on Wednesday and I'm sure we'll talk about that and other stuff tomorrow but thanks for listening everybody uh we'll see you then